Miranda, don't wake me on 100.3. The X-Rocks, Justin Simpson is in. He was caller 20, qualified for the Aftershock Festival flyaway that we announced yesterday. Listen for that sounder. It's going to pop up several times a day, every single weekday here on the X. And you will be in the running for the trip that we're going to give away in October to Aftershock Festival coming up on the 25th and 26th of next month in Sacramento, California. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Hopefully you're familiar with a show on Comedy Central called Drunk History. If you're not, you should be because it is absolutely hilarious. Lots of guests on the show, and each one of them are funnier than the next. It's pretty damn awesome. And the creator of that show, his name is Derek Waters. He's on the phone with us right now to talk about drunk history. Derek, how are you, man? I'm good. Yourself? Very good. Very good, man. Thank you very much for getting up early and talking a little bit about drunk history. Season number three is up and running there on Comedy Central. Uh, I can't imagine you thought you'd be Emmy nominated, let alone three seasons into things. How are things on your end, man? Uh, pretty, pretty surreal, you know? <laughs> pretty surreal. This uh, one-bedroom apartment never felt more humble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's a pretty big deal, man. I mean, I've been a fan of the since you posted the shorts on online, and now you're you're going on three seasons here on Comedy Central. Uh, you know, talk a little bit about the uh, the origin of of Drunk History, how it started, why you decided to throw a camera up in front of your comedian friends and put this all together. It, it all started with a night of uh, drinking with my dear friend Jake Johnson, who's now on the New Girl and great actor and we were struggling actors at the time and we were talking about the late great Otis Redding and Jake was trying to convince me that Otis Redding knew he was gonna uh, the plane that he was about to get on that crash that he knew he was gonna die and he kept telling his wife now you take care of yourself Otis has got to go and she was like I will Otis you take care of yourself and he's like no I have to go and I loved how passionate he was and how he was trying to convince me this was true so I thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to see Otis Redding move his lips to these words, but looking at the camera like, there's no way this happens. But I thought everyone gets drunk and talks about music. What's something people don't drink? <laughs> what, what, what do people drink and not talk about? And something that you can prove is right or wrong. And so I thought history somehow... I got here. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, it's it's genius. Is, is there uh, a particular favorite so far that you've had uh, of the episodes? Uh, I, I uh, humbly love them all. But I guess the story we did last year of Claudette Colvin, uh, the 15-year-old black girl in Montgomery, Alabama, who did exactly what Rosa Parks did a uh, year before uh, because she was pregnant out of wedlock, and uh, the NAACP just didn't think she would be a good role model, and so they used Rosa Parks, and it's not a forget Rosa Parks story, it's a God bless Rosa Parks, but let's remember where this all came from. And that's really the goal, is finding stories that just make you say, like, how, how didn't I know about this? What's uh, what's the pecking order for Drunk History? Do you guys come up with the stories that you want to showcase for a season, then you come up with the people that you want to tell them, or do the, the people that you have as guests come to the table with the stories they want to tell? What's uh, How does that work with you guys? Sometimes uh, the narrators have stories that they want to tell, and sometimes they fit into the episodes we're doing, and, and sometimes they don't. So we have a team of researchers, these amazing uh, UCLA history students, which is so cool. It's the best history job you'll ever get. And they find uh, the stories, and then I pick which ones will work for the season and assign them to the people that I think 
would love them. And I send them about three or four because I never want anyone to tell a story that they don't care about. They've got to be passionate about it or we'll fall asleep, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you look at the uh, the people that have appeared on the show either in the skits or actually as narrators, and it boggles your mind from Oscar winners to anybody who's funny has really done some sort of narration on the show. Is there people on the wish list that you still haven't had a chance to conquer yet? Is there anybody you're really gunning for on season number four, perhaps? Oh, man. I mean, uh, I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. I would love, I've tried every year to get Eddie Vedder as a reenactor. That would just be a dream come true. And, uh, you know, Dustin Hoffman, that wouldn't be too bad either. You know, uh, I also was uh, recently uh, listening to a podcast you did with Paul F. Tompkins, and you were talking about how uh, you take one for the team every time you film one of these things. You're drinking right alongside the narrator, so nobody has to drink alone. That's got to be a pretty harrowing task. Yeah, there's a lot of juice cleansing in this. And there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, and I I do it because I don't want people to drink alone. And uh, it's a lot easier to say, let's have one more than you should have another. You know, you should be drinking a little more. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to get them blind drunk. I'm just trying to get them to stop trying to be funny and just being present. They're already funny, you know. I want them to be funny, but not trying to be funny. And, uh, yeah, it takes a lot out of you. The episode that airs tonight uh, for Miami is definitely the drunkest I ever got uh, with Dan Harmon, um, uh, the creative community. He, uh, he, he, he can drink a lot more than I can. I was going to say the, the narrator tolerance has to kind of weigh into how much you drink as well, which probably, I mean, I know the uh, the puke to episode ratio is pretty low for narrators. How is it on your end? Do you ever lose it yourself? Thank God I never have. No, no. I, uh, I, I will do a lot of things in the world, but puking is some. And if there's any way I can avoid throwing up, I will. I always say that any time I have a cold, or a headache, I always say it's better than throwing up. It's the worst. my grandmother used to say. <laughs> well, uh, I love uh, I love Drunk History, man. It's on Comedy Central. It's on Tuesdays. Oh, man, thank you. Of course. I love you. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, it's awesome. That's Drunk History talking. <laughs> Check it out Tuesdays on Comedy Central. Derek, it's great catching up, man. Thank you very much for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. X Workforce Traffic. Funny show, funny man, Derek Waters joining us from Drunk History on Comedy Central. Important stuff on the way. Let's not discount Pop Culture Smackdown if it's all right with you. Some pretty nice tickets on the line for the prize there. Plus, we'll do some headlines on the way. But first, a look at your traffic report brought to you by the Idaho Beef Council. CB, please. Well, last night, the Idaho Transportation Department decided to only have work